Hi, Mister. Hand on his forehead, acting as a visor, seven-year-old Yoram Smith squinted up at the tall figure standing outside the diner. The setting sun behind him cast his face in shadow, but he moved his head slightly, so Yoram figured he'd heard him, even though he didn't answer. I'm Yoram Smith. What's your name? Rather than responding, the man moved his head in the opposite direction. Do you live in Kafarkatan? Oranges and honey. The man smelled of oranges and honey. If he was from Kafarkatan, Yoram surely would have noticed his wonderful scent before now. He didn't spend a lot of time in the human town, but every few months his uncles came to visit, and they weren't allowed on packlands, so he had to leave me in Karam to see them. I don't, but I'm nearby, and me and Yoram. Turning his head to the side, Yoram raised his hand in a wave. Hi, Uncle Ethan. This is my friend. He looked back at the nice-smelling man. What's your name, Mister? You know better than to run off like that, son. Your mama would be fit to be tied if she heard you were traipsing around town all on your lonesome. I'm not alone, Uncle Ethan. I'm with my friend. Only when he got close enough to put his arm around Yoram, did his uncle look away from him and at the man whose name Yoram still didn't know. Ethan took in a deep breath, signaling that he was scenting the man, and then he tugged Yoram closer. Talking to strangers isn't safe. Yoram didn't need to hear him say the words to know he meant talking to humans. His pack mates usually called them half souls. But his daddy had taught him that using that word was mean. One time, when Yoram had been up later than he was supposed to be, he had heard his daddy telling his mom that they were related to a human. It was a big secret, even bigger than his uncle Ethan being mated to a vampire, which lots of folks knew but chose to ignore. He isn't a stranger; he's my friend. Yoram explained. When Ethan flicked his gaze up again. The man's posture stiffened, and he pulled at the ends of his shirt sleeves. I didn't go near your precious ragamuffin. Scrunching up his face distastefully, he brushed his palms over the front of his pinstriped charcoal vest. If I had, surely I would have gotten some of whatever he has coated all over his hands onto my suit. And as you can see, I'm perfectly clean. He waved his hand dismissively. Maybe you should run along and give the boy a bath. Shaking his head, he muttered under his breath, "Clearly, he needs one." Yoram had bathed the night before, and other than a little dirt and possibly some chocolate from the bar his uncles had bought for him, he wasn't dirty. With a sigh, Ethan nudged Yoram toward the diner door. "Let's go inside, son." Instincts rebelling at being taken away from the man, Yoram shrugged off his uncle. But I don't know his name. He stepped back toward the man. What's your name? Yori. Ethan's normally soft voice held a hint of firmness. It's time to go inside. Mister. Listen to your uncle. The man rolled his eyes and turned his back on them. But I don't know your name. How would Yoram find him again if he didn't know whom to ask for? Didn't you say you had a hankering for French fries? Let's go inside and order a heap of them. 
Ethan wrapped his arm around Yoram, this time gripping him more tightly as he tugged him toward the door. But, oh, look, there's Miguel, Ethan said, sounding relieved. See, it's time to eat. Miguel? The man flipped around and jerked his gaze from one side of the road to the other, squinting. With the sun now fully set, it must have been hard for him to see. Humans didn't have great night vision. Miguel Rodriguez? Where? Ethan's hold on Yoram got tighter, and he took a step closer to the door as he looked in his mate's direction. Miguel was down the street, heading their way at a steady clip, but suddenly he sped up. No matter how fast his uncle walked or ran, his limbs didn't move any differently, which gave him the appearance of gliding. But Yoram had learned to judge his speed by his hair. When the long black strands remained flat against his back or shoulders, his pace was a regular walk, 